Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Okay, we are wrapping up the culture series. We've had so much fun with this, and I hope you have too. If you haven't listened to all the all the podcasts, all of them, all of the podcasts, <laughs> I'll say all the messages, but we're not in church, so never mind. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome. Hello, hello. Yes, we have been talking. Feels like we've been talking about encouragement, safe haven, relational discipline, unity for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And so we're wrapping up the spring semester, yep. and we are heading into the summer. And we just think this is a perfect opportunity to kind of wrap up this concept of culture. And if you want more, even more information than we gave you in our podcast, which we, we have courses on each one of these pillars. And so where do you get those? You go to Basecamp, basecamp.crazycoolfamily.com if you're not already in there. And so I was just going to say that I don't know about you, but spring feels like it's a crazy time of year and fall is a crazy time of year. And then the holidays are a crazy time of year, but summer, summer just brings a completely different pace. And so I hope you do um, take the time to go look at the um, the base camp and some of the courses mm-hmm. and get encouraged in your parenting because that's what the courses are for. They're just to encourage you. And so as you're facing summer, I don't know about you, but I just had such great hope when my kids were small and I had summer in front of me and I had no agendas or no schedules and we didn't have anywhere we had to be. I guess in the beginning we played baseball, you know, at the beginning of the summer. But after that, we was just sleep in as late as we wanted, stay up as late as we wanted, you know, watch movies if we want to, play outside. Yeah, you know, it's funny and... and other parents may be more like me. It's like my world was didn't change because <laughs> you still I had to go to work and yes, get up. <laughs> and, and, and some of our some of our parents are two uh, you know two earner couples. So you know it really makes for summers a change. Okay, mm-hmm. if, and, and it could be a, like with Suzanne, it was like, hey, I don't have the responsibility. So many responsibilities. We can go swimming. We can do whatever we want. But for some people, it's just a little bit different. And so, but for anybody. As you look at your summer, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, whether you're a working dad, or whether you have a two-earner couple, or you know whatever happens, what would you what it what it look like? What would it look like for you if at the end of the summer you said the culture in my home has become more life-giving? And we mm-hmm. tend we tend to gravitate towards the word fun. It doesn't always mean fun. Having a more it doesn't mean oh I've got to be fun dad. I've got to be fun mom or whatever. That's great to do that sometimes, but maybe... Everybody loves fun. Yes, but really what we're talking about is exercising these four pillars in your home. What if you became more encouraging this summer? What if you became a better listener this summer mm-hmm. and you really just purposed that you were going to listen to your kids? What if you tried out some new discipline methods and, and quit taking their phone every time they do something wrong or, right. you know, or quit, you know, whatever that one discipline thing is that doesn't work and you're, you know, try some of these new methods. And so our challenge to you for the summer is really two things. One of them is go back to base camp, listen to the courses over the course of the summer. It's, uh, you know, be great to go back and do that. But really the real challenge is purpose with your spouse, if you're married, that we are going to have at the end of the summer, we're going to look back and we're going to have built 
we're going to take up some next steps on building a more life-giving culture in our home. So today, as we wrap it up, we're going to give you some really practical ways, just a quick, not a long podcast today, just some quick practical ways. Of course, we say that and we'll go like, Uh, (laughs) but we're going to go through some quick practical ways to make that happen in your home. Yeah. And so before we get into the practical, I'm sure you're teed up and ready to go with that. I'm ready. Um, I just want to maybe cast vision for you a little bit that's, that we're building our children's childhood. That's what we're doing. And we only have so many summers with them. Like Maddox went to off as a freshman in college this year. And I, I expect all of my freshmen to come home the summer between their freshman and sophomore year, because after that, they usually take summer school or, or, or work a job or they travel or whatever, but he's actually not coming home. And so I had 18 summers with him. And that was it, 18 summers. And so just know that you're on the clock with your kids. And with each summer that's coming, you're you're getting to build their childhood. And what I mean by that is when you take time, when you're in when we are intentional, when we make memories, that's what they remember. They might not remember all of it, but they remember how they felt about it. The yeah. joke the joke in our house is that Maddox and McCade said, Yeah, we didn't have a childhood. <laughs> Because the we were caught up in the older girls, the, they had their activities, and we were doing the things that they liked and they did, and it was not like Legos and things like that for the little boys. Anyway, I just wanted to just kind of plant that seed in your minds and in your hearts that what would this summer look like if we invested in our children's childhoods? Yep, and so at the end of the summer, what's your summer going to look like? What are you going to say about mm-hmm. your summer? Are you going to say, wow, man, that was a crazy, stressful, you know, kids were all in our, you know, just annoying. Or are you going to say, hey, we took the culture of our family to a new level in, uh, as we tried some things. And so practically, now can we get practical? Sure. And so practically, what does that look like? You know, for, for encouragement, for example, um, you know, what if you just propose that you would start each day as you saw your kids or the first time you saw your kids, whenever that be, sometimes I wouldn't see my kids till seven o'clock at night because I would come home, but I would miss them. They wouldn't be up when I was up going to work, but maybe the first time you see but them. It's fine because it doesn't get dark till 10 in the <laughs> summer. So you right. still have plenty of time to hang out with them. But what if, you know, you just told them something amazing about them every day. You purpose that you were going to say something amazing about them and you really bless me with your laughter, whatever that is. And, and you become a more encouraging person just taking a step into that foray of encouragement. Yeah, I love that idea to them. And that's a super easy one. And it will radically change your culture. If you just choose to say positive, encouraging things to everybody you see, I mean, go ahead and include your spouse in that too. They'll, your wife will love it. Husbands, if you say something, honey, you look so lovely today, or the din- this dinner is fabulous, or wow, the house is clean, or the children are happy, anything, anything you notice that's positive, anything at all will give you credit. I mean, and then wives, you're, if your husband's been out and about in the world, all day long he's probably been beat up and so what you know what what can you say to them how can you be grateful thanks honey for leaving the house and leaving the nest and you know staying up late and getting up early and making all the money to let us stay home and have fun yeah and so encouragement just thinking about encourage extravagantly correct carefully you know summer's a time where maybe the rules don't have to be as much 
and you can be a little bit more lax with things because you don't really have all the the priorities maybe that they have for um, the normal school year. Mm-hmm. I mean, in another way, just to, you don't have to just encourage with your words. You can encourage with your actions too. include your kids with what you're doing or join them in what they're doing. And so if they're playing a game, play the game with them. If they're swimming, oh my goodness, we had a pool for a season and they loved it when we got in the pool with them. They mm-hmm. absolutely loved it. They thought that was the funnest thing. And so you can be encouraging by joining them in whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah, same thing with, remember the next one was Safe Haven. We just really learn how to listen to our kids. And so often um, uh, summer brings about times to listen. It could be in the car on vacation. It Mm -hmm. could be, you know, going to get ice cream or whatever. There's just a relaxed, a more relaxed state of mind um, and a great time just to chill out and, and to really learn how to listen to your kids. Um, you know, yeah, I'm just being like, I mean, and I've already said it once, but to be intentional. And so that's a great thing to change your culture is to think about, okay, how am I going to listen to my child? How am I going to listen to my, you know, spouse? What, I mean, I'm just going to take a little bit of time and I'm just going to let them talk yep. and talk along with them, you know, and listen and, and just enjoy, engage in conversation. I just, like I said, that I just think that in all the other seasons, we're rushing around trying to get places and do things. And, and the summer just gives, creates space for us to be able to. It creates space to play. It creates space to, you know, one of the things that um, we talk a lot about with Safe Haven is just simple eye contact, especially if you have little kids. Um, and well, even, you know, with teenagers, if teenagers with little kids, it's more like getting down on their level. You know, when you come home, not talking down to them, but getting down their level with a teenager, it may be just um, putting your phone away and uh, so and good. just being yes. a person that's going to listen to them because, you know, the summer creates new experiences. So a lot of times they're doing things or going, play. hey, we went to the water park today mm-hmm. or we went to wherever. Okay, that's a new experience that they have. Who'd you go with? What, not, not an accusatory way. Wow, who'd you go with? What, what slides were fun? You know, what? just asking those questions and, and not, you know, putting your phone down and looking at them and saying, hey, I'm interested in what you're doing. If you get to the end of the summer and your kids say, wow, Dad was much more interested in us this summer than he's ever been. When you have had a big win for your summer and your relationship with your kids. Oh, so good. And then I do think that summer creates an opportunity to um, relationally discipline our children at a whole new level. And I remember um, as the kids were little thinking, wow, this, I mean, interacting with them day, all day, every day and not having school and not having activities for them to go to can be exhausting. Can we get them some activities? <laughs> that's what some parents are saying. How many weeks can we do vacation Bible school at how many different churches? Um, but so it is an opportunity though, for you to press in. If there's something that your child's doing a behavior that you're not loving, then summer is a great time to work on that and Mm to, to go back in and, um, and just see it through the eyes of the child, try to understand or, or, or process the, the, why they're doing that or explain to them the, why you don't want them to do that. I mean, let's say for example, you know, a lot of times in summer, 
the siblings are around each other more. Oh yeah. So therefore, and there's one that you can go and sometimes parents are going, Oh my goodness, this is going to drive me crazy. What if it's, you know, we always talk about how discipline is really opportunities. Yes. There are opportunities to invest. And so you kind of get a, a more of a repeat of those things. So And again, so, summer creates massive opportunity for yeah. you to discipline your and, kids. And, and maybe you even say, hey, one of the goals this summer is we want to improve all of our sibling relationships. Mm-hmm. So you kind of set it out for me. And then when they're doing, hey, remember, that's what we're doing. We want to invest in our siblings. We want to make their lives better. We want to learn how to work together better. And you kind of cast vision for them. And then you can start to work on those things. As as And it could be, you know, Suzanne's also talking about things like, you know, maybe this kid says shut up all the time. And so you're going to make, you know, hey, this summer, we're going to learn not to say shut up to, to our, our whoever, you know, right. we're not we're going to kill that word. Yeah, yeah that's uh, good. We're going to stop sucking our thumb. Maybe, yes. you know, whatever it is that that it is the thing that um, is happening. You know? Yeah, that's good. That's good. And then um, unity is the last pillar in culture. And I just think that summer is the prime time to work on unity. You've got everybody in the house under the same roof for a large quantity of time. How are you going to unite everybody? How are you going to tie everybody together? How are you going to find common ground among all the uniqueness and differences? Because one child's going to want to wake up and want to play Legos. Another child's going to want to go swimming. Another child's going to want to finger paint. And so how do you unify all of those um, activities? And so you know, what we did, what one of the just a super simple thing that we would do in the summer is that we would put all of our activities like on a piece of paper in a bowl and we'd pull it out and say, okay, today, this is what we're going to do. You know, Molly picked this and we're all going to do this because this is what Molly wanted to do. And we're going to honor and value our sibling by doing what they want to do with a good attitude, you know, and going in and doing something like that. So much of summer, I think because it's different, is parents, how you set up things is super helpful in making them work. So, you know, like, because it's not the routine, you're not doing the same thing. You know, everybody knows we go to school, you know, we come back, we go home, we have, you know, we do our homework, we have dinner, whatever. Summer becomes really different. So I think it's super important, like Suzanne was saying, hey, today we're gonna pick out of the jar and we're gonna do what Molly wants to do and we're gonna have a good attitude. Okay, now mm-hmm. you set the stage for what your expectations are because otherwise we, we think our kids know, but they really don't. And, mm-hmm. it, and, and, and you know, sitting down with the four-year-old and saying, guess what? And you can make it into a very positive thing. We're going to the pool today. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna have some fun and you know, we're gonna wear our floaties and all this stuff's gonna happen. The more you can set things up because of the change what's happening in the summer, the better off you're gonna be. And another thing I was just thinking as you were talking, Don, another thing I did at the beginning of each summer is we would have some project. Like several years, we painted the fence. We stained the fence. The poor small children were out there in the blazing (laughs) sun. Child labor. (laughs) Yeah, painting the fence, up and down the fence, like Tom Sawyer, all the way down, except for they didn't, you know, give the project away to all their friends. Um, We would clean out flower beds or we cleaned out closets every summer. We'd go through our toys. And so I would basically recruit all of them to help me do projects because it's my house, but it's their house too. I live there, but they live there too. It's their things. And so that's one of the things that we did to even build unity as well is to work together on different things. One great goal this summer would be to add what we call the family name into your summer. 
that by the end of the summer, so what we would do, and this was not just something we did in the summers, we did, <laughs> we did it all throughout the, but we would say, hey, you're a Manning. Mannings do this, or Mannings don't do this. Mannings don't throw fits. Mannings honor others. Mannings, you know, and-, and Clear the table at the restaurant when you're finished eating, if it's, you know, yeah, yeah, Chick-fil-A. I, I, I still struggle <laughs> with that one, but um, but there's- You want people to clean up after I, you? I know, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all do, yeah, yeah. actually, if uh, you really get yeah. to the core if of it. If you're really honest, I do, yes. Okay, I admit it. So, but, um, but really just having it be, you know, having your name- means something it's the first time our kids can really identify with something beyond themselves and so um, that's a great thing just it's a great little project to put in the summer this summer and you don't have to announce it it's just hey you know hey that you we're a manning you're you're a smith you're a jones whatever it is yeah, whatever your last yes, name is don't I mean, use if that, you want to say you're a manning <laughs> that might confuse the children but that's right um that's a great project so really just i think you can see where we're going with this what are some things, you know, your family's unique, your family's different. You know, maybe this is the summer that two of your kids learn how to play the violin, you know, or, and they're going to do it together or whatever. Or it, maybe this is the summer that, um, you know, that your little guys are going to learn how to swim or ride a bike or, right. or whatever it is, because that can also setting some goals for the summer, kind of wrapping culture up is also a good thing. Now, again, don't get too it's summer. So, you know, just be flexible with it. But, hey, we've got some aspirations. We're going to clean out the closets. We're going to, you know, at the end of the summer, we want our flower bed to look amazing or whatever that is. One of the things that Madeline does every season. So she does a summer a bucket list. And so she gets mm-hmm. a big piece of paper and they write all their their dreams of what they want to do for like the summer. Like a big cardboard. I mean, like a big, you know deal that she hangs on the wall that they can all uh, check yeah, I think off it's probably a piece of poster board i think yeah, poster right. board that's what i'm looking for yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and um and yeah and so they write we're gonna go swimming we're gonna go to the blueberry farm we're gonna get a watermelon we're gonna make popsicles and just all the different activities it doesn't have to be expensive you know but summer we're gonna go to the beach we're gonna go on vacation some things are expensive we're gonna all wear uh tank tops you know one day matching tank tops or anyway and so that's a great thing to do um as we wrap up this podcast on culture and as you start into summer what if you pulled the family together ordered some pizza and just brainstormed about all you wanted to do and and I just want to those of you that are maybe control freaks and you're like no we're not going to Disney World this year and your child says wants to put Disney World on there then um, I just encourage you to let the kids dream and let them put them on there the goal is not to cross everything off the bucket list the the goal is to focus you for the summer to have fun have activities to do have purpose have direction yeah and so if worse comes to worse you can watch disney videos you know i mean you can do any you can go to the you could go to the um library and check out books that are about disney characters you could do anything i mean so let them let them you know speak what they want to do and create it and don't be the naysayer and shoot it down yeah and remember the there's a culture does not equal fun culture equals life mm-hmm. culture equals being life but you can have fun but you can but <laughs> please part do of, part Your of being life giving is being fun hopefully we have encouraged you with a vision for summer that's around um impacting the culture in your home and just enjoying the summer in a way that We hope and pray for you that this summer will be the best summer you've ever had.
Yes. Best summer you've ever had by far. You know, and you have a big, big, big influence in making that happen. And it can be a, it can be a great summer if you just let it, let it roll out. Go have fun. I'm so excited. You guys send us, you know, on our social media, post some activities that you're doing, that what you're doing this summer. Send us an email and share with us what all you did. Let us know. Yep. And go be crazy parents this summer. CrazyCoolFamily.com.